Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is today's show, all clipped together in a little bite-sized package for you to enjoy wherever you are on the move. We had a bit of a different R&B battle when we had a newsreader come in, play his own instrument and also sing. He was pretty amazing. Yeah, Tony Auden from Channel 7, the weatherman, and then he had a special surprise for me. Oh, you have to listen to that. That's funny. It wasn't really a battle. It was just a performance. Well, he was he battling, battling himself, himself. because he was yeah. nervous. He was an artist battling himself. Tortured art- artist. You weren't happy with it? No, I really enjoyed it. I reckon he's done the bar a bit too high for other people now. Yeah. Mm. Well, for more for us. I yeah, think he's, the bar's too high for us to go again. That's the I was thinking about, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that is on the way. Uh, stick around. And on, also in the middle of this uh, podcast, we'll tell the letters for Alpha Bucks tomorrow. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. 3rd of November 2017, this day of Friday. Is the interview commencing? Uh, this is not an interview. This interrogation? is This is, no. I, the I head... think I could nail an interrogation. Oh, you'd be pretty good. Yeah. Do you think we need our lawyers present right now, though? Uh, do you have one? Do I have a lawyer? I always feel like I could do it if you want me to be your lawyer. I have my representation here. Thank <laughs> you. Is there anything you can't do? My client's not going to be able to speak at this point. You can leave the room now. He, do, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to speak. Neither yeah. of you have to speak. Okay. Because that's the thing <laughs> we about... Both, we can both go. That's the thing yeah. about evidence. Yeah. It speaks for itself. Sure. So, here I have my folder, my dossier of the full investigation that has played out since. Let Mm. me just double check for the Obviously, a lot of assistants have had to be doing some work for you. (laughs) (laughs) Just because I dot my eyes across my teeth. No, just because you delegate doesn't mean you're less of a man, no. No, that's that's what being a man's all about, delegating. Is it? Yes. On the 11th of October was the day that I noticed... That my A2 stage 2 baby formula, the rarest form of formula that you can get, sells for $100 US on the black market, went missing. On the 8th of October. It's odd because it was in here since the 3rd of August. No, the 11th. I said the 11th. You were hey, on a notice. My client's not good at dates. Thank you. Move on. I'm very good at dates. <laughs> <laughs> you don't dictate how this goes. You can be in here. You can go against the information. But I, I'm the sergeant, all right? I'm the sergeant, the judge, and the executioner. Look at us all wanting to do role-playing. I've wanted to do it for a long time. Finally, someone's agreed. Okay, so the 11th, I noticed it was missing. Okay. Uh, Now, as you guys know, this has been an ongoing investigation for a long time, Mm. and you've had many opportunities, the two of you, to come forward, admit guilt, Mm. and just give back the gear. You just had to give me my gear back. I'll be on my way with my powder to do my thing. But no, it's had to come to this. Whilst gathering information for this investigation, I questioned staff. You know that I know you were in this room 48 hours ago. What did you see? Uh, I'm going to take this opportunity to um, plead the fifth. And You're not an American, not mate. Well, I'm not going to comment. I'm not, I've, I've got nothing to say. Have you seen a tin around the office recently? Oh, God, that stuff's pricey, isn't it? How do you know so much about it? We see it all over the news, too. Have you noticed any suspect behaviour? I swear I saw her holding it the other day saying that's what her niece was after. There's a chance that you may be in possession of the formula. Um, I currently don't have anything to say until my lawyer is present. So that's all our producing team. Yep. Workday Brad. From those conversations, all eliminated. I knew it wasn't them. Just from the conversation. <laughs> just from that. Just from them Jeez, saying no comment. Uh-huh. You should cool. get a second job. There's police force with that. Then the two of you became my main su- suspects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Abby, main suspect. I thought, Stav, he's an accomplice. So we did a bit of questioning on air. And as you can hear, Abby's quite lippy throughout the whole thing. Like one of the cleaners took it. <sighs> you have no idea, do you? Mm. All right. Don't, don't deflect, guys. Don't, don't yep. deflect onto me. Just okay. to clarify, again, I am in the clear. You are still a person of interest. <laughs> Abby's the suspect. <laughs> I saw a shifty-looking baby hanging around on Monday. <laughs> Talk to this evil woman. Come, can the person just come forward? It's come you. On. We know it's you. Of course it's you. This is, it's not me, Maddie. I think the person who stole it should get a bonus. <laughs> and now who do you think's got it? Now, we've been teasing all week that this is going to be revealed today because I've set a trap and I have the evidence I need. We've come to work today. Our front door's been smashed in. Mm. Did you do that? I thought maybe it was one of you who no. were trying to break in after I hours. I told everyone it was you. wasn't me. Um, so why don't you just say who it isn't, if you know? The trap was set, hidden cameras and all. The bait was put out there, a tin of A2 Stage 2. And if you look at the screen in front of you right here now... Mm. You will see. <laughs> yep. We're going to play you a video. Hit 105 Breakfast, Office Cam 3. 
Let's okay. have a look. I haven't seen this video. All I know is, oh. So Stav. Is checking the fridge. He's going into the fridge. Looking for a cook. Why are we in black and white? CCTV. So Stav is, is this a reenactment? Because <laughs> you look like you're guilty. Oh, he's tucked. Oh. <laughs> so Stav's oh, just noticed empty tin with a camera inside Stav. it. <laughs> that was, you were staged. What? You that should was... have smashed the camera. So Thought what it. we've just seen is Stav go into the, the tin and it has been removed. There is a camera at the bottom of it. I thought that was a toy. That you get when you get the, the milk. No, oh, yeah, what, you get a GoPro? <laughs> At the bottom of every tin is a GoPro. They're pretty expensive. Mate. <clears throat> so I, can, I, can I receive something first? I'm like sorry. An, an apology? I, I'm sorry. My investigation did further lead to the fact that all of you knew it was him, so you were, you were covering up your yes, accessory to the fact. Yes, but he had a fact. little project, and we're so proud of him, so we just let him go. <laughs> So I do apologise, Abby. You're free to go. I'd like to. Do you want to hear the funniest though? I'd like to represent myself if I may. He had an Instagram account. How's this? He went to go and post a photo. What was in the photo? The first photo I took when it was taking the um, taking the uh, phone call in the phone booth. Yeah. Phone booths have an address on them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like, babe, babe, you're gonna have to get better than that. Mate, I'm di- I'm disappointed. No, you're not. To you're say anything? No, no. I'm disappointed. Mm. I'm hurt. Mm-hmm. I thought that we had a different friendship to that. But my teeth are so much stronger now. <laughs> and if I remember correctly, Damon, our general manager, did say it was three months. Three he months said. was it? Mm. So you now, for the next three months, mm. have to find mm-hmm. source mm-hmm. and also supply. <laughs> stage well, you've got two. your first tin. Give that one back. Yeah, no, no, no. Not including yeah. those. Yeah. That's yeah. mine. You that is two, my tin. You got two free ones given to you. So there's there's a start. How many does she need a month? Seven. Seven a month. <laughs> she does not. See the video of the sting. It's on our Facebook page. Search Stab Abby and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Maddie, you are a sponge. Thank you. <laughs> like you just sponge off people. <laughs> <laughs> but you also learn a lot of stuff over the course of a week. Oh, yes, it's uh, true. And <laughs> you like to collate it. And you, you're like the court stenographer of the show and you keep everything on file and then you show everyone what you've learnt normally around this time of the week. Getting to know you. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. It was so nice to have Australia's greatest voice in the studio this week. What's up? This is Guy Sebastian. I learnt that he used to rent an apartment off Ian Thorpe in LA and when he lived there, he was a bit of a Terry Tuffner. My baby shot me. I had this rehearsal with my guitarist and my keyboard player. My neighbour, him and his wife yeah. are mad stoners. Yeah. The bloke comes out and pulls a gun on him because wow. they were just sitting out the front waiting for me. I was so mad. I'm smashing on his door. I'm like, dude, did you just pull a gun on my music? Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Uh, and he goes, I don't know what's in those cases. Right. I don't know. It could be a gun in those cases. I'm like, it's uh, a guitar-shaped gun. Yeah. Yeah. I love that someone pulls a gun and you go, no, 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 I'm not going to have any of that. <laughs> After that amazing story, we played a little game called Accent Oki, where he sang his new tune with different accents. Accent Oki! This is a burning house, but we should stay inside. Now you're Indian. Cause something's telling me that we should stay and fight, oh yeah. Chinese? But baby, put the right flag down. I'm going to up my sleeves right now. Bogan Aussie. Can't do it on me, I'm so please. There's more in this bad style. That was brilliant. He's pretty good at that. Well done, guys. On Tuesday, it was... And Abby had an interesting question she wanted to ask Brisbane. It's Halloween tonight, and I want to know, who is the oldest person going trick-or-treating? And surprisingly, I learnt there is a lot of you out there. Do you mind if I ask how old you are? I'm 20. 30. I'm 39. Whoa, Whoa. wow. 
a guy at work who's 48. He takes one day off every year so he can prepare and get all the lolly bags ready for all the kids. And this year he's taken two days off, so it must be a big year this year. Wow. <laughs> See, that I understand because he's doing a lovely thing for children. For the like, neighbourhood. You know, for the neighbourhood. he doesn't have any children himself. He doesn't even have a girlfriend. Well, well I think we know why. Yeah. <laughs> but Abby's Halloween night didn't end there. She's a great mum, giving her boys veggies instead of lollies when they went trick-or-treating. God, they loved it. Trick-or-treat! Trick-or-treat. There's a carrot for you. I'm so proud. Stav became a man this week. He bought something for the very first time. Oh, got a lawnmower. You got a lawnmower. Look at you into gardening. Hey, look at me go. Electric lawnmower. Electric, I know. I was a bit dubious about that, but they sold me on it for more. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, though, when he went to pay for said electric mower, he had a little issue with the guy serving him. Yes, okay. And he got out the little machine and he put it down. He went, okay, uh, just your pin number. And I said, I trust you, mate, but I'm not telling you my PIN number. So he didn't say put in your PIN number. No, he he said, was like, give me your PIN, PIN number. Yeah, what's your PIN number? <laughs> <laughs> and I learnt fails like this happen all the time to people in retail. I wish that hadn't happened. A guy in a wheelchair came in and I said, oh, the doctor won't be too long. Just take a seat. Oh, what happened? An lady and a younger guy come in and they were shopping for a wedding. And I looked at the guy. I was like, oh, that's good. You're coming to help your mum. And he, they look at me and she goes, it's not my son. That's my partner. And I was like, oh. I was working at a cafe. There was a really lovely couple that would come in and she was lovely and I was quite chatty with her. And I saw him out one night. I said, oh, you know, I've broken up with blah, blah. And, and we kind of hooked up that night. Mm-hmm. And um, next morning at work, I'm head down making the coffees and they walk in. And she's there and she's having a chat and all lovely. And he was bright red. And both, I just kept my head down and made the coffees and served them. And it was the most awkward moment of my life. Big night last night. You want a double shot? Because you must be exhausted. (laughs) Queenslanders are heading to the polls. Lock it in. November 25, the date Queenslanders will go to the polls. All right, mark it in your calendar. Queensland is about to get a massive election. So this week, we've had the candidates on the show. And I think I'm pretty tight with the leader of the opposition now. Tim Nichols is in the studio. Morning, Timmy. Morning, guys. Morning, Matt. Uh, just so you know, I'm a nickname kind of guy, so to me, you're going to be Timmy. Okay, I hope that's all right. Righto. The only person who really gets away with saying that to me is my mum, so, and <laughs> oh. uh, you don't, mate, you don't look anywhere near as good as she does, so I'm sorry to say. <laughs> We also caught up with Anastasia Palaszczuk, the current reigning champion of the Queensland Premier position. And we learnt that politics, well, it isn't as cutthroat as I first thought. Do you watch House of Cards? I have in the past, and yes, politics is definitely not like that. Come on, there's got to be some point in there and you go, that's just like back in Parliament House here in Brisbane. No, it's nothing like it. And what do you think about Pauline Hanson saying that you've uh, pulled, called the election while she's overseas on purpose? I'm sorry, I didn't see her travel itinerary. I only <laughs> found out the other day that she was actually over in India. Rumour has it she's amazed at how many foreigners are over there. <laughs> Let's be honest, though, I don't think she'd tell us the full truth about it anyway. That's what I've learnt this week. And to get more of our brilliant show, Stab Abby and Matt, head online, hit105.com.au. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hi, I'm Dr Nikki, sexologist and relationship expert. As a sexologist, I get asked a lot of questions. When you look at the internet, what images do you look at? Are we doing it right? Am I normal? Figuring out whether I want other people in my life to know about this. There's a lack of permission and education out there. It depends on the connection you have with people. Where there's so much information that's needed that here's a platform where I can say all the things that I can't say on air. So I have one leg that's suspended off the ground. So this is why I've started Sex and Life. Download me. Dr. Nikki with Sex and Life, podcast1.com.au and the Podcast One app. Let's get ready to rumble! Y'all ready for this? Yeah, R&B battle time. Usually two people going head to head, but this man has so much talent. 
that he doesn't need someone else. He, he can do the whole thing himself. Tony Orton from Channel 7, the weatherman, the greatest weatherman in Brisbane. He's here. Woo! Woo! Thank you, guys. This is the first time anyone's brought in an instrument. You've raised well, the Well, I like to break the mould a little bit. Yeah. Mm. You're also terrified. So how long, have you, how, long have you played, how long have you played guitar for? Uh, I picked it up as a teenager, so I've probably played on and off for 20 years. I used yep. to go to the paddock and knock out some grungy old Aussie rock at open mic night probably 10 years ago. Uh-huh. Haven't touched it much in the last five years until I got inspired at R&B Fridays Live on Saturday. Oh, yeah, you guys yeah. were there. Yeah, we loved it. Absolutely great fun. Had the poncho. I'm glad someone told me to wear a yeah. poncho. Yeah. Yes. Well, it was you who told us to wear ponchos. Because it was raining. <laughs> um, mm. There you go. Were you hungover <laughs> the day after? Were you a bit oh, dusty? Yeah, a little, little bit rough, obviously. Yeah. yeah. The booze was flowing. It was a great day, so you can't complain. A really, really good show and just brought back so many memories from you know, that sweet time of life, just coming out of high school into uni. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so what, what, we don't even know what, what song you're playing for us today. Okay, well, I got inspired by Craig David. Okay. Yes. Decided, to, uh, decided to have a go at seven days. Okay. Oh, nice one. All right. Tony Orton, uh, Channel 7 weatherman, R&B Friday with Craig David, seven days. Take it away. Start. <laughs> on my way to see my friends who lived a couple of blocks away from me. Oh, as I walked through the subway, it must have been about quarter past three. In front of me stood a beautiful honey with a beautiful body. She asked me for the time. I said it cost her name a six digit number and a date with me tomorrow at nine. Did she decline? No, didn't she mind? I don't think so. Was it for real? A damn sure. What was the deal? A pretty girl at 24. So was she keen? She couldn't wait. Cinnamon Queen let me update. What did she say? She said she'd love to rendezvous. She asked me what we're gonna do. So we start with a bottle of Moe for two Monday. Two before a drink on Tuesday. We'd be making love by Wednesday. And on Thursday and Friday and Saturday, we'd chill on Sunday. Memphis girl on Monday. Took her for a drink on Tuesday. We be making love by Wednesday. And on Thursday and Friday and Saturday, we chill on Sunday. If you awesome. just tuned in, this is not a professional artist. This is our weatherman here. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> That's Holden. amazing. That was fantastic. Uh, now, I'm just going to throw a little spanner in the works. Yeah. I do actually have one more little ditty. I was inspired oh. by R&B Fridays Live. Yeah. Mm. This is this guy's a bit of a superstar. He was on stage that day. I'm mm-hmm. hoping it's a bit of a sing-along one. Okay. Again, a whole no concert lyrics. here. This oh, is wow. fantastic. This is, uh, right. It's not going to be too much. I okay. Promise. All right, take, take it away, don't mate. This is your gig. Don't do it. When you didn't fall for me, I gave you a show. Sometimes I wonder, did I push you too much? Did you need me as much as I needed you too? I love this song! Cause I need you, need me as much as... I need you. Alright, there we go. That's good. Okay. Then one day I woke up and your bags were all packed. Come on, Stab, you know the words. Note on the TV said that you were never coming back. And you took everything that you thought you might need. The only thing you left me when you left me. With me, yeah. yes. The only and that's why I'm oh, on man. my knees begging you, come back, please. Come on, stab. <laughs> the only thing you left me when you left me was me. One more. Okay. The only thing you left me when you left me was me. Had to do it. Oh, that's so good. Brilliant. You know you made it stab when someone covers your song. Yeah, yeah that's... Uh... Thank you, Tony. That was amazing. I with a little bit of, uh, yeah, not so much enthusiasm there. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was great. So Tony Orton, a man of many talents. Check him out. Channel 7 with the weather tonight. Uh, good to see you, buddy. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me, guys. 
Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Alrighty, tomorrow we're going to play Alpha Bucks $10,000. You can win at 7 and 8 a.m. Uh, we're going to give you two letters right now. They'll be the letters for the game tomorrow. Now, Candy wrote them down. Candy is our producer yes. in a big piece of paper, but she... Oh, you got it. Alpha Bucks letters for tomorrow are F for... Freddie. Freddie. And Y for... Why didn't you say F for f***? Because oh, I thought it was too rude. <laughs> no, that Y is spelled W-H-Y, bro. Why so, for yellow. Oh, I have to go. <laughs> well, that's very strong. Nico pen, too. It's a fresh do you like one. the smell of petrol? I love the smell of petrol. I know petrol. you shouldn't say that, but I do. I love the smell of it. I don't try to smell. Like, sometimes I I didn't really smell. Pretend smell. Not too strong. Yeah. you you gotta, you got to be downwind a couple of metres from the yes. fumes to get that sweet Yeah, it's note. not good for you. No, no, no it's not. No, it's not recommended. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Oh, I opened up my Facebook page yesterday and a lot of my mates not happy with Jared Hayne. Oh, he's a douche. Now, well, you're, well, he's you're the guy probably that wants more, to leave, right? More passionate about it. What's, what's he done in a nutshell? He uh, went and did the NFL. They didn't want him. They got rid of him, came back to Australia, signed on for millions of dollars at the Titans. At the press conference when he said, I'm joining the Titans, he said, I would have preferred to go to the Eels, but they took too long. (gasps) Wow. Are you kidding? They're paying this jerk a million dollars a year. He's from New South Wales, so he's already stinky as it is. He's done nothing for that team except cause trouble. They've got rid of their coach. Because he's been pissing around up there. Mm-hmm. And now he's saying, I want to move back to Sydney. My million dollars isn't enough. And well, he's just sad. Yeah. But that's not, you can't blame him, though, because he does have quite a checkered history of changing his mind and yeah. flip flopping and playing different sports. And he just, he never knows, you never know what he's going to do from one moment to the next. If he came out saying, I want to be golf, like play golf, would go, sure, of course sure, you know. see, yeah. Hey, I'm going to be a professional darts player. Oh, you yeah. Go, of course he is. We can see of course that he is. You know, in fact, in fact, cast your mind back to when um, they, uh, the, the Titans played the Broncos. And I was, I was confused. I was just listening to Ray uh, Rabs Warren commentating. Yeah. The guy doesn't know what he's doing from one moment to the next. I brought it in to have a listen. It was a while back, but have a listen. Yeah. Well, here we are for this do-or-die clash between the Broncos and the Titans. And all eyes, of course, will be on Jared Hayne as he takes the field. Here he comes wearing a helmet and shoulder pads. He also seems to be carrying a set of golf clubs. And I don't know why, but he's riding a horse. I don't think he knows what sport he's playing, Rabs. You might be right there, Fatty, but pipe down for the national anthem. Here we see Jared is singing along to Advanced Australia Fair. Wait, he's changing to the Star Spangled Banner. Back to our anthem now. America's now back to ours. On the national anthem of Fiji. <laughs> and here we go with the start of the game, and Hayden is going to be kicking off. And what's this? He's teeing up the ball. He's asking his caddy what club to use. He picks a two iron, <laughs> and he sliced it into the rough. He won't be happy about that one, but he mounts his horse and gallops down the sideline towards the Broncos. <laughs> That's ironic, Rabs. Shut up, Sterlo. <laughs> The Broncos are coming at Hayne now, and he looks at the ref, and he seems to be appealing for a travelling penalty. And as the Broncos look at him confused, he steals the ball, runs forward, bounces it twice, and kicks it between the uprights for a behind. And I am very confused right now. Let's uh, let's take a break. <laughs> Not if he's Arthur or Martha. <sighs> Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. If you're a building bloke or a tradie chick, we want to see you work your bit in the tradie chat calendar. Woo! Yeah, the tradie chat calendar. It's going to be available because we're giving away for free for next year. Mm-hmm. But the photo shoot is going to happen really soon, and we're going to have everyone that is a part of the uh, the calendar. They're going to come to the races with us on the twenty fifth of November as be well. Fun. So this all started after my husband is a tradie and he does a segment on mm-hmm. Tuesday mornings and he said there needs to be a calendar. He joins us now. He's actually been working out a bit for this calendar. Hey, Scotty. Ahoy, ahoy. How are we, crew? Good, mate. We've been doing some planking and some sit-ups, mate. Sit-ups, planking, uh, push-ups. Still not going away, though, Steph. The bigger. No, because you're you, still drinking. Do you think I should <laughs> yeah, stop no. hearing you crack the cans at night then? <laughs> yeah, that's why I shut the door so you can't hear me crack the can. You can still hear me. Are you, are you yeah. sneaking, yeah, well. you're sneaking into the bathroom, are you, just so you can open the beer? No, I got like this, Manny. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what else works? Work. Like the old school, work, mate. The old school days when you remember there was the external modems and they were really, really loud. Mm-hmm. What you do is, Scott, you need to put the can under a pillow mm-hmm. and open Ooh. it under a pillow. Oh. It'll muffle the sound. 
Okay. All right. Good trick there, Manny. I like that. I still do. have done that a few times in bed, have you? (laughs) No. No. So, no, Scotty, uh, we have almost filled up the calendar because you are going to be December, and I know that you requested, and you're like, oh, I don't know if I should request it, but you wanted on November, you were thinking the the month before you, people will look at that and we'll have some... Some maybe some dad's bods, some plumbers, some fatties. You were sort of saying so when no, they turn not, over. Yeah. Come on, not fatties. I'm yeah. just no. I just um, maybe no. I, I I'm all for the uh, hot ones coming on. Yeah. Like, uh, it's going to put me to shame at the end. So Scott, they might just rip my head off and put Jazz. Is it Jasmine? What was his name? Jermaine, sorry. Jermaine, he hasn't held it. But... Well, Han, I know that you um, have <laughs> been equal with this and you've been filling the calendar with a lot of hot females. That's so fair. thank you for oh, the equal really? opportunity. Yes, yeah. yes, if you hadn't noticed. Um, but we found someone for no, November no, for you, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. Sounds fantastic. So I'll send you through who's going to be November right now. So you'll just get a text message. So he's going to be November and then you'll have um, flip over and then you'll be you'll December. You'll be next. You'll be next. So. Come on, honey. I can't do two things at once. You know that. It's coming. <laughs> I, I think you can assume the face she just made there, Scott. <laughs> do you get a text? Do you want to look? Hey, mate, I'm trying to... <laughs> okay, he's checking oh, his... Dude, he's, he's, he's buff ass. <laughs> Is he? I didn't notice. Oh, my God. Just, okay, you guys got to Photoshop me. Uh, yeah, definitely a hot ring on me, eh? Describe what you're looking at, Scotty. He's in his underwear with uh, ripped muscles down to his knees almost. Mm. Yeah. A six-pack that's turned into a 24-can pack. <laughs> he's got a card. <laughs> yeah, he works yeah. out a bit. He's on the other line. Hey, Keith. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey. Good. Mr. November, welcome to the calendar. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Keith. Yeah, thanks, Keith. Cheers, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not trying to show you up too much. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, mate, I've only been doing a few, you know, push-ups and a couple of plankings and a couple of sit-ups, mate. Yeah, I can't get that ripped. You know, it's a I'm the same. I'm here and there too. Maybe um, yeah, up, mate. Yeah, up. <laughs> Maybe we go the other way, <laughs> Keith. You've got like uh, four or five days to start eating the chicken, <laughs> yeah. chips and gravy. You got to help a brother out. Yeah. Got to do the water load. Got to cut the water. Yeah, yeah. Super shredded. Got to get the tan on. Oh, okay. He's going the other way. Jesus, he's going the other way. He's going even better. (laughs) The thing I've noticed here in this picture is you're a brave man. You've got white budgie smugglers on. White budgie smugglers are anything could happen in them. (laughs) What are you doing, them? (laughs) Oh, you know. Is this a photo of me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's not the one I sent through, which is the... Uh, oh, no, we got that off oh, your no. Instagram. <laughs> Keith, can I be honest, Keith? Oh, here our, we go. Our producer knows your Instagram. She goes to me, can you check out Keith's Instagram account? I said, sure. And she just goes, oh, I'll just type it in for you. Knows it off by heart. She goes, it's just a difficult one. It's got an underscore, so I'll put it in. Knew it off by heart. Look how red she is. And, oh, and her boy... Is that candy or is that... Uh... It's candy. It's candy, yeah. Yeah, candy. The one that never flirts with you. Stuff. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, off by heart. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and her uh, partner's away. He's a FIFO at the moment, so um, you've been filling in a lot of time by the sounds of it for her. <laughs> okay, there we go, fellas. So that's it. We're full. Cal- yeah, calendar's calendar's full. full. Photo shoot next week. Uh, Scotty, plank yep. it up, my man. Plank now and stand up on Friday is my suggestion for you. <laughs> yeah. I like it, Matty. Bloody oath. No more tinnies at night, eh? Yeah, good on you, buddy. All right. We will have it uh, to release for you. We're going to have a, a whole fashion parade. You can come along and see the guys and the girls at the races with us. It's our Trady Chat calendar. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hi, Tiffany Hall and Cass Dunn here. We are so excited to share with you our new show called Crappy to Happy. And Cass, there are so many ways to feel crappy. Absolutely. We're stressed, we're busy, overwhelmed, uh, eating too much sugar, emotional eating. Oh my gosh, there's so many. You're a personal trainer, I'm a psychologist. Together we've worked with thousands of people to help them improve their emotional, mental, physical well-being. It's going to be so much fun. And you're going to learn a lot along the way. And so are we. (laughs) And so are we from each other. So go to podcastone.com.au and tune in. Guys. Yes. You're lucky I'm here today. Why? Had to call call in the big guns last night. At least I I thought I was nearly gonna. We had um, someone break into our house last night. 
Really? Oh, yes. that's bad. And it's never, it, this has never happened to me ever. Well, I've had my house broken into when we weren't there and it got ransacked yes. when oh, I was you younger. Were in it last it was, night. It was when we were home. Last night, we'd put Eden to bed, Esther yes. and I. Mm. Um, there's, don't open those yet. You've just been handed some pictures. Mm. Um, Esther and I, we put Eden to bed. She'd just finally gone to sleep. Um, we were going to go and you know start turning on the lights off in the house. Mm. And um, as we walked out of our door in our bedroom, there he was, just standing right there, just staring at us. Terrifying. Um, and you guys probably didn't know, but we've got CCTV in our house. And that's what those pictures are. Have a look at the... Oh, I didn't know that. Have a look. Oh, I, didn't know I should that. have warned you that when you came over. Oh, okay. Whoa, it's a snake. You had a snake. <laughs> what kind of snake is that? You would have had to call the RSPCA, not the police. Or it's... Julie. You're called Julie. It's a, it's a brown snake. Is it a brown no, snake? No, it's not. It's not a brown snake. It is, it is brown. Yes, it's brown it's colour, but it's not snake. a brown snake. It's a brown snake. How can you tell? Because I grew up with brown snakes because right. they were everywhere. So what is it? Do you know? What is that? Oh, you seem to know everything. Why don't you let Did me you know? Did you call the snake catcher? No, I got it myself. You did not. I swear on my life. Swear on my life. I went in. I went, um, Esther, we walk out. Esther freaked out, Mm. ran back into the bedroom, stood on the bed, Mm. nearly put her head through the ceiling fan, which was going, and she's going, get it, get it, dude, what are you doing? Uh, so I went and got um, a cardboard box because we've got cardboard boxes because we're moving yes. house in a couple of weeks. Mm. And I was trying to get him to go into the box. Dangerous. Yeah. He's, he's up, like up on his back legs. Um, on his back what? Back legs. On his what? You heard me. <laughs> up on his tail. He was doing the aggressive. So he was going to bite you. Was he a biter? Yeah. Out came his little tongue. You know brown snakes are the most um, poisonous. poisonous snakes we have here in Australia? That's exactly right. Venomous. Venomous. Sorry, venomous. Sorry. Well, what was I going to do? But they don't release it all at the same time. Mm. I, I had two options, right? <laughs> like an album. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so better. I had to save my family. Mm. I couldn't leave it in the house. because no, what, what if it ate my baby in the night? Mm. Okay. Um, what if it bit me mm. and I died? Mm-hmm. Would be terrible. Do you know what I love about you? Under a situation like this, you're not dramatic. No, I was. Do you know is, what I mean? This was life or death. Yes. Having said Fully that, life or death. that is the shadow of an iPhone. There, that's a pretty small snake, right? Oh no, oh! it was it was big. How is big it? was it then? I reckon it was probably about three or four meters. No, Calm down. it was not Calm three down. or four meters, and that is Calm not a, that's not a brown it was, snake. It's a brown no. snake. Trust me, and I know they're endangered. I know it's brown, hun, but you, it's not a brown snake. I, I'm going to say I'm sorry. I don't think. Anyway, it is. I caught it mm. in okay. the box, mm. like full Steve Irwin style. Have mm. you brought it in for show and tell? Up the box. Ooh. No, I did, I let it go in in the garden. Your garden. So you're so scared <laughs> of this snake that you just let it go in your garden. You didn't, oh over no! The fence? No, you put it in the neighbor's garden. Two streets away, and let it in front of someone else. You shouldn't do that though. You should call an expert because you never know if they're poison, venomous. But um, what if it got away? I was worried that if I called an expert in that time, so mm. I got him. Mm. I think it's a tree snake. It's not a tree snake. It's a brown snake. Okay. What colour is that snake? Oh, no. Are you saying that it is a brown in colour? Are you saying a snake that is brown or are you saying it's a brown snake can you, breed? Can you ask, can you answer the question that I asked you? It, it, is, it is, is brown. Thank you. It's a brown snake. <laughs> that is a brown. So I wrestled. I wrestled. No, it's a tree snake. I don't the, know if it's a tree snake either. But. The most venomous snake okay. you can find. You I did. wrestled it. You're a hero. Thank you. you are a hero. Thank you. You're an idiot. Oh, done. Next time I have a brown snake at my house when my parents leave, I'm going to call you, Maddie Atkin, yeah. to come and get it. Um, hang on, we've got a guy. Hang on, we've, we've, the producers have tracked down a snake catcher. Mm-hmm. Stuart is his name. Hey, Stuart, you there, buddy? Yeah, mate, how are you? Oh, you, you must. You would have seen some snakes, eh? I certainly have. I've heard, I've heard you guys carrying on about this tiny little snake yeah. this morning. Yeah. yeah. Um, so many things you said was incorrect. Right. Okay. But that's right. It's all good. That's what people usually overreact when oh. they see a snake. I'm a hero, but, aren't I? No, come on. <laughs> so I actually say, yeah. like, I don't want to. I don't want to give the wrong message across, mm. but you probably did the wrong thing. Yeah. Just because I would never recommend anybody mm. pick up a snake. I know you probably didn't pick it up. You probably just sort of tapped it into a box. No, but I wouldn't recommend hands. anybody. Oh, oh no, but I wouldn't make it recommend anybody ever does that mm. just in case it is something dangerous. You got. You got lucky this time. Now, yes, it is a brown-coloured snake. Thank you, Stuart. No, 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 shush, Stuart, but... It is not a brown snake. Right. And So it's actually a white crown snake. So it's a species of crown snake. They only grow to be, yeah, not very long at all. Venomous? Uh, Venomous. They are mildly, like, when I say mildly, and they're very reluctant to bite as well. So they're basically, I wouldn't say harmless, but, yeah, yeah, they're... They're probably one of the, the more so harmless species of venomous snake we have here on the 
Oh, in so, Australia, you could say, but Stuart, when you said they're small, um, Maddie Atkins yep. said it was three to four meters. Um, how long do they normally grow? Gee, maybe like 50 centimetres. Maddie Acton, the liar that we know. Thank Thank you you very much. Maddie Acton removed a worm from his lounge room. And good for you, mate. For doing everything wrong and putting that message out there. Thank you, Stuart. So if anyone does have an issue with a snake, make sure that you do call a snake catcher. Yeah. Yes. I'll put my, my phone number on Instagram. Abby and Matt on Hit 105. This is uh, an important political announcement for those going to the polls on the 25th of November. Spoken by Abby Jane Coleman, authorised by Stab Davidson and Manny. I love how they do that. So do I. I want to know how much that dude gets paid just to like come in at the end and say that. Must be a fault. Just okay. That was that was good. Just a little bit faster, please. <laughs> a little bit faster. <laughs> but no, we are all we are all going to have to vote if you're enrolled. And there's a lot more people that have enrolled because of the plebiscite as well. Mm. I feel like they tricked us. They did trick they us. They knew but, that hey, was happening. If it's your first time voting, there's often sausage sizzles. So get excited about that. Mm. But the Greens, the Greens have tried to woo people, and I woo. think they've gone in with something that I would have pitched in high school. Uh-huh. I'm not saying there's a problem with it, but they've gone in saying, hey, 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 vote for us, mm. and we're going to put in four more public holidays. Done, voted, finished, decided. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're allowed. I mean, then I think you have to go. They can't just put them in. But anyway, so they've you can got do anything when you're the Do you want to hear what they're for? One yeah. day is um, to celebrate the First Nations um, mm-hmm. communities. That's good. So that's going to be one day. That's a family day for them. Mm-hmm. There's going to be one day to mark International Women's Day. Okay. There's yeah. going to be another do, hang one. Hang on. Do the men still get the day off then? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yep. There's, just just checking. Yeah, of course. Of course. It's all about you. Uh, then there's another day for National Parks. Because they're the Greens. National Parks. They're the Greens. They so have you, to. Do you have to have a go have a picnic? Yeah. Oh, they'll probably encourage it. Yeah. And this is I mean, one. It's good they covered off the vegan hippies there. Yeah. Here's yeah. one for you, Maddie Acton. But not the day that you would expect. Hmm. They want to put in one for the NRL fans, game three of State of Origin. That day? But that's what I think is to prepare. So it's the day of, not the day after. Nah. You want the day after? You want the day after. Well, they're not. They're, they're pitching for the day off so you can get your face all painted. In Maroon, oh. early. Look, I'll still take it. Mm. I'm, this Isn't is the, it? the greatest political move no, of all time. Not, it just smells of something that I would have done in high school. Because I went mm. and did, I, like, I loved, like, SRC. Mm-hmm. Yep. What's right. that? Um, student Representative Council. Oh, I don't know. Yes, school captain. I was school captain. Yeah. And I did the big pitch. And my pitch was vending machines. I was going to implement by the end of my term that there would be vending machines in the school. I got elected. Well done. Did you get the vending machines? I got the vending machines. I got the vending machines. Well done. And I even got coffee for the year 12s. Oh, wow. Coffee? Yeah, like coffee vending machines. Right. They wouldn't let you do that now. There's too many rules. Yeah. Yeah, well, I didn't have a peanut. (laughs) (laughs) Snickers for everyone. (laughs) That's what I thought you were going to say. I never ran for office. uh, So I've never made a statement. I'm 13, 10, 60. What did you pitch? Whether it was like just at any sort of school assembly, did you pitch an idea that you're like, this is going to get them? Because I also decided that on one day on first of the month, I think we used to have donut day. Mm-hmm. So I decided that was going to be every Friday. Oh, I think yeah. that was the winning, yeah. that was a winning so sale. You gave a lot of kids diabetes. Yeah. No, they just had one donut on a Friday if they could afford it. <laughs> it was one a month. Well, they had to pay for it. They had them. to pay for it. It wasn't free donut Friday. No, it was at the canteen offering. Oh, they got oh, scored. It sounded like you were just passing no, out donuts no, like the mafia. No, no, oh. The canteen in like... Um, you know how they monitor them too much of yeah. what you're allowed to eat? The canteen's always a winner, you know, mm. for school mm. for school captains. They always bring up canteen. Mm. It's always a way to people's votes. Hannah promises. is in Birkdale. Hannah, you, the platform is yours. Spruik, what your promises were. Um, well, when I was in grade six and going for like grade seven school captain mm-hmm. in my speech, because we had two big ovals, I told everyone that I would get a pool put in one of the bottom ovals. <laughs> and did you? Well, let's just say I didn't really even get through the first stage. All the students loved it, mm. but ultimately the teachers had the final pick. So it was, it was pretty heartbreaking. You, you got the best one too, because it rhymes. So you can get the chance yeah. going. Pool for the school. <laughs> Oh, pretty much. All of the kids loved it, but unfortunately, no deal. Mm. I definitely would have voted for that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Right? Not holding on to it at all. Still pitching it. We've got Hannah in Anala. What did you pitch at school? 
Hey, um, when I was in grade six, we had uniforms back in primary school. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I pitched that every Friday we would have a, like, free dress day. Perfect. Um, and I got voted and I got picked and everything. And then when I went to like the school meeting and stuff like that with the teachers, they pretty much just told me that it was a no oh. and that it was never going to happen. Oh, you got blocked in parliament. Yep, pretty much. So I got voted and I had nothing to really show for it. Oh, you got obama That's all right. That's what normally happens in politics. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's fair. That's, that's. Like a dictatorship. Like the teachers are Kim Jong-un. Does someone need to get this guy a mirror? <laughs> 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 he's saying because I get what he's saying. I do you because you're like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Steph, that's very funny. Thank you. Moving yeah. forward, I will better myself mm-hmm. and I will be leaving at five past nine this morning. I know you've got nuclear weapons testing yeah. to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's that? No, I'm just, mate, just making notes. I'm going to let my people know that you're now on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hi, I'm Dr. Nikki, sexologist and relationship expert. As a sexologist, I get asked a lot of questions. When you look at the internet, what images do you look at? Are we doing it right? Am I normal? Figuring out whether I want other people in my life to know about this. There's a lack of permission and education out there. It depends on the connection you have with people. Where there's so much information that's needed that here's a platform where I can say all the things that I can't say on air. So I have one leg that's suspended off the ground. So this is why I've started Sex and Life. Download me, Dr. Nikki with Sex and Life, podcastone.com.au and the Podcast One app. Australians love renovating, but it's definitely easy to make mistakes, so it's important to follow some golden rules. Renovation queen. Renovation queen. Terry Barber. Cherie Barber. Oh, yeah, she's the queen, and her book, Renovating for Profit, is available now. She is in the studio. Renovation queen, Cherie Barber. Morning. G'day. Now, I have to be honest, I am obsessed with renovating and every single renovation show and book, and I've seen you talk recently, so I admire what you have achieved. Oh, thank you. Well, I love renovating as well. It's like a drug that I'm addicted to. So I sort of fell into renovating by accident when I was 21. I bought a property on a six-lane highway, and it was the only thing I could afford at the moment, at the time, um, being 21. And, uh, you know, I moved into that property and um, thought, oh, my goodness, what have I done? And I just literally just cleaned up the house to get out. So, And I made a very small profit. And so I always call myself the accidental renovator. Mm-hmm. I fell into it by accident. And now, obviously, renovated 107 houses. Wow. Uh, so I've been a busy girl. Yeah. <laughs> just want to quickly throw it out there. You would have seen her, you on the living room as well. And 131060, if you're in the middle of a renovation or thinking about it, if you've got any uh, questions, we can get you some free tips right now because yes. she would generally charge, I would say, for this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Big you bucks. can get it for free. Uh, no, no, just joking. 131060, <laughs> call now if you've got a question for Cherie. Come on, about people that say I can't get into the property market because I've heard your story and I know how tough you did it. Like you yes. dropped out of school so that you could help your family. Yeah, well, earn I got money. ripped out of school actually yeah. against my will because my family were pretty broke. My parents got divorced. My mum was a stay-at-home mum, so she applied for jobs, couldn't get jobs. So the way that I got my deposit together, um, I um, you know applied for a full-time job when I was nineteen, and then I got a second job at night working in a local leagues club. Wow. So you know, some nights I was pulling beers, some nights I was emptying bins, washing tables, like really sort of grungy stuff mm. but I did um, f- anywhere between five to seven shifts at that second job um, I didn't I didn't buy you know luxuries I, no I didn't buy clothes no. <laughs> so no what do you avocado. think about people saying that you can't afford it do you think the, the younger people maybe just live they can a li- they okay. can absolutely afford it and if you really can't so I just say go without all those luxuries mm. wherever there's a will there's a way and if you really can't afford it um, then there's also co-ownership these days you know buy a property with your sister your brother your mum your dad oh, yeah. your best friend yeah. Mm-hmm. So you go Harvey's and just, you know, it takes off some of the loads. So I do believe anybody in Australia can actually get a deposit together. And you don't always have to save 20%. There are banks still around that you only need 10% deposit. And that mm-hmm. makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. But the key is buying in good capital growth suburbs moving forward. Because if you can do that, you'll create that equity and that can push you into your property number two. Mm. Yes. Uh, well, the calls are coming in thick and fast here. Uh, Michelle from Wynnum West, you're on with Cherie. What's your uh, renovating question? Hi, um, I'm just, we are currently renovating at the moment and we are looking at putting in a pool. Yes. But we don't know if we want to renovate to sell 
like in five years' time, or renovate to suit us. Mm-hmm. Just wanting to know if putting in a pool, if we're going to eventually normally get that back or not? Like, look, yeah, yeah, look, um, people, pools are funny things. Um, people, half the population love them, half hate them. And mm. it also depends on the demographic of who you'll be selling to. If you think there's a chance that a family with small children could be buying your house, you know, when you become a parent, you sort of develop paranoia about oh, yes. children yes. drowning and all that sort of stuff. Mm. I know I do as a mother. Um, yeah. And so, and it really depends on what suburb. What do you think the resale value of your house will be when you eventually sell? Is it like a $500,000 house or a million dollar house? Because the more um, expensive the house, the yeah. more expectation there is a pool as well. Oh, yeah. All oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. What, what's the value of your house, do you think it would be? Um, at the moment, well, we brought it for four thirty, uh, four fifty roughly, and yep. then we've already done some renovations, had it revalued, and it's mid 500s now. Okay, and the pool. And then in five years' time, what you think, maybe six, 600, bit of luck? Uh, right, six, 700? Looking at doing like extending the deck and everything like that as well. Yeah. Um, so hopefully around the six. Yeah, you're in that middle ground where it can it can go either way. I would say to you, pools are very expensive, all said and done. I would say check out um, spas, you know, um, your oh, swim spas. Know. And you can do some beautiful things yes. where you recess them down into decks or you, um, you sit on the ground level but you build decks up and you can make them look fantastic. And people tend to love those because they are a little bit more practical than a pool mm. and they become a party thing. So if you're holding an open for inspection, I'd have that sexy. spa bubbly, yeah, Saturday <laughs> night. Had one too many drinks, you're in the spa. It's a good compromise. I like that. Yeah, so they can be really great. And they're half the cost of pools. Yeah, Yeah, And, Mm. yeah, running them as well. From Regency Downs, we've got Renee. What's your question for Sheree? Hi, Sheree. Just wondering, what do you look for when buying a property to renovate? Uh, To renovate to sell or renovate to hold on to and rent? Which one? To, to sell. To sell. Okay, look, um, obviously I don't buy any properties that are less than three bedrooms. So if you are going to buy and looking at flipping in its traditional sense, something that's at least three to four um, bedrooms. Um, yep. If you buy a three-bedroom house, there's an expectation that one bathroom is okay. If you buy a four-bedroom house, you really need two bedrooms. And what yep. I would recommend you do is buy a, if you can, try and buy a house. Land appreciates in values, not buildings. So I'd encourage you to buy a freestanding house more so than an apartment and make sure you buy it on a quiet suburban street. You want to just buy a property that ticks all the boxes for buyers moving forward and something that is structurally fine, that's not dilapidated. Whatever you do, don't go and buy a house that has a sign at the front door, enter at your own risk. Leave those ones for me. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Gavin's in Toowoomba. What's your question, Gavin? Yeah, how are you going? Okay. We've got a, um, a, like a three-bedroom investment property up in Toowoomba here and uh, we're looking at selling it at the end of the year. Yep. Um, it probably needs like paint on the outside, but I just don't know if it's sort of worth spending that sort of money on giving it a makeover on the paint side of it. Yeah, absolutely. What's the current value of your house at the moment, roughly? Oh, I think it's probably worth three forty, three fifty around there. It's a okay. three bedroom stamper board. It's in a you know, good suburb, yep. good location, all that sort of stuff. All right. And if you did some cosmetic improvements, just, you know, nothing, spruce it up, make it look a bit better than before, what do you think you could get resale-wise? Any well, idea? Well, we think it'll probably come – well, we think it might come up to possibly 360, 370, I okay. suppose. It just depends. So that's like, the worth kitchen's it. Fairly modern. The kitchen's fairly modern and stuff like that, but um, yep. just whether uh, – only a small house, I suppose. What what it would cost? I haven't sort of sourced what it would cost to paint it. I guess on the outside, but. Mm-hmm. Okay, look, I definitely say paint. For me, I always say paint is liquid gold for renovators. Mm-hmm. It's the number one change that gives you the biggest bang for your buck. And it's great because if you are a little short on cash, this is something that you can do yourself. But what I would say, if you are going to paint your house externally, um, paint the walls. If you want to save a bit of money, paint the walls yourself. And what you do is you bring in a professional painter to do the high spots for you, your right. gutters, um, your fascia and your eaves. I've seen far too many just ordinary Aussies fall off ladders even at two meters and they've done some big damage so the average person can't you know turn their body upside down whereas painters are used to that so that's a great way to save money get the painters in first to do those high spots and then you can follow through either with a spray gun preferably more so than a paintbrush there you go yeah definitely paint it will make a huge improvement and it'll just open up your buyer market if your house is really ugly Mm. buyers just going to go look i just can't be bothered renovating um if you just make yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you be a Tinder for houses? Yeah. Like, well, I have so. <laughs>
I don't have time for Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> well, Cherie Barber, we'll check out your book, Renovating for Profit. It is available now. Thank you so much for helping out people and thanks for coming in this morning. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Okay, that is the podcast done and dusted today, guys. Um, bit of extra... Extra chat here, extra here's, business. Here's a tidbit for you. You guys were talking about petrol before. Did you know, this will blow your mind, petrol is not very flammable. Hmm? Why aren't you allowed to talk on your mobile phone when you're filling up with petrol then? Because petrol in its liquid form is not very flammable, but it's the actual mixture gas that comes ah. off it. So if you've got a full tank, you're less likely to explode than if you had an empty tank that was filled with gas ah. because the liquid itself isn't very flammable. Can I Google? Please do. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. I think he is right in saying that, but try it. Fill up your tank with that's gas. That's what I'm saying. There's no Do like. Not try yeah. it. It's not like you go. Oh, it's petrol. It's it's always going to catch on fire. It's extremely fl- what it emits is extremely flammable. So that's a very unsafe piece of information that you've handed out to people there. You know your urine sterile. You can drink it. I did know that. Right. Yeah. Okay. So flammable liquids themselves do not burn. It is a mixture of their vapors and air that burns. Mm. Glass um, gasoline. Is a flammable liquid. But you can't get a vaporless petrol. No, you can't, so Hey, I'll just give you the facts. It's up to you what you do with them after that. <laughs> did you know that diesel is less flammable than gasoline? Yeah, I did know that. He's also a great guitarist. Mm. Like he is one of the best guitarists in the world. Diesel? I haven't heard of diesel in ages. Messy. Messy guy. Yeah. He's always what? picking up the pizzas. <laughs> When I um when I did radio on Rockhampton, isn't he the Rock one Hampton. that didn't uh, um he did a act and his Johnson fell out recently? His no, that's Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> Easily to get confused. No, not at all. Sorry, remember Lenny Kravitz? Yes, yeah. little Lenny. Can't speak. Lenny. It was, oh, it, it was, was not little Lenny. <laughs> he did it on purpose because he knew what he had there. Yeah, no one accidentally gets it out like that. He did it on purpose. Is that why you never get yours out accidentally? No, I just I have this thing that's called respect. <laughs> I don't just walk in and go, here's my dick. Good for you, Maddie. Yeah, it's just something I've learned, yeah, yeah. you know? you've grown up over the years. Yeah. You've thought, nah. I've, I've never been there. I've never been a nude up guy. I never got drunk. I know you're in, you nude up, don't you? I like being drink? nude, but I don't nude up. That's oh, not I what I drink. I just nude guy. up. Like around the house, I'll be nude. And, He's yeah. a nudie guy. Like yeah. at a party, you'll be like, oh. No, I've never mm. done that. But then um, again, he only wears shorts normally all year round. Stubbies. Stubbies? Yeah. Um... This is Diesel. Is he saying ride on the tip of my tongue? Right. 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 Like it's Although right that there. That really changes the song. Oh, yeah. No, do his classic. Gonna make you believe. What's his classic? Picking up the pieces. Up off the floor. Great song. Stayed what? at number one for about 155 weeks. What's the name of it? Don't know. Oh, Cry and Shame. Cry yeah, and Shame. Yeah, I've got Cry and Shame here, but That's it's it. only the acoustic version. Mm. Uh, oh, no, hang on. Single version. Yeah, this is the classic. Don't you know cry and shame. Oh, it's is that a crying. Well, you got yourself to blame. Don't you know to cry. These are still in the top ten where I grew up. Okay, are we done? (laughs) Did this song with Jimmy Barnes? Getting out of here early today. No, you guys can leave whenever you want. Oh, I have. I'm getting recipes at the moment. Get out of here. I'm going to do San Choi Boo with noodles. Bao, I believe. Is it Bao? It is Bao. San Choi Bao. San Choi Bao. San Choi Bao. That's good, isn't it? Just put them in like lettuce cups. The taco of the Asian world. Vietnamese, I think. (laughs) Same thing. Much like prawn crackers are the popcorn of the Asian world. When you said that, I was like, you're 100% on there. You can't stop at one of those. No, you certainly cannot. You, You just can't. Nope. Alrighty. Uh, Have a good weekend. See you guys. Have a good week. Stab, Abby and Matt. Stab, Abby and Matt.